0: Welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today I'm chatting with Mary Alice Carpenter, a midwife and team member here at Baby Chick we're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing parenting conundrums. Mary Alice and I have both tested out tons of different mother and baby products over the years. As postpartum doulas, we've been in hundreds of families' homes and have seen which products are great and are absolute must-haves and which products are also good but you don't necessarily have to have and can skip adding to your baby registry. There are so many products on the market, we don't want any moms out there to feel like she needs everything and has to spend tons of money to prepare for her baby. There are definitely items that you can live without, so here's our list of baby products that you can totally skip adding to your baby registry. Today's episode is brought to you by Medela, a company who makes a lot of baby products that we love and feel are necessary for new moms. One of their latest products is the Freestyle Flex Double Electric Breast Pump. This breast pump is so cool and perfect for the active mom who pumps several times a day. It's lightweight, weighing less than one pound, super compact because it fits easily in a pocket, purse, or diaper bag, and it has a USB chargeable battery with up to two-hour battery life. The Freestyle Flex really gives mom the flexibility to express wherever and whenever they like without compromising on pumping performance. I've checked it out, and there are several things that I love about the Medela Freestyle Flex breast pump. One, that it's a closed system designed with overflow protection that prevents breast milk from entering tubing. Two, that their Personal Fit Flex breast shields adapt to mom's natural breast shape and expresses on average 11% more milk per minute than traditional breast shields, which is awesome. And three, I love that Medela's patented research-based two-phase expression technology has figured out how to mimic baby's natural sucking rhythms. It's so cool. Medela has been a trusted brand that I have loved and recommended to my clients for years. Their Freestyle Flex Breast Pump is definitely something that needs to be on your necessary baby products list. It's available at major retailers, including Amazon, Target, Bye Bye Baby, and Walmart. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi, Nina. (laughs) Hey, okay, y'all, Mary Alice, and I, we've been in, like I said before in our intro, we've been into a lot of homes. We've seen a lot of families use a lot of products. And I feel like we need to say a disclaimer before we really get started. Right, Mary Alice? Yes, definitely. Okay. So the big thing is All the products that we are going to mention, we're not saying that they are bad products. We are not saying that, oh, absolutely not, do not get these. We're just saying that if you're trying to save money, if you are trying to limit the amount of all the baby products in your house, these are some items that you can totally skip on don't get me wrong. I have some of those products. Do you, do you agree? Yeah. And I was going to say,
1: I think for some families, like some families have different pain points than others. Like one of the things we're going to talk about is like a diaper pail. Like, do you absolutely need a diaper pail? No, but maybe you have a three story house and getting downstairs to a trash can that actually closes is going to be a total pain point. And so having a diaper pail is going to solve that pain point. But if you live in a one story house, a little bungalow, and you're right next to the kitchen, like that's maybe you don't need that product. So I think you just with everything you have to think about like, what do I want to spend money on? What do I want like taking up room in my house? And what is it that is going to like solve a problem and be useful for me? And what is isn't. Absolutely.
0: Because I feel like the things that you register for, register for the things that you really need, because those are the items that people are going to hopefully get you (laughs) rather than going rogue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do think your baby registry should be like a priority list because
1: other if you put like everything you could possibly need on there people might get you something and then you know at the end of the day you're like I don't have enough diapers or like I don't have enough of something really necessary someone only give me one bottle or whatever
0: yeah that's so true okay so we just had to like say this disclaimer because yeah these are just some of the items that we feel that you can totally skip and not even add to your registry or after if you're feeling like, oh, do I need this? Do I not? Yeah, they, these are things that you can skip. So let's get started. All right. I'm going to start with this one, a wipe warmer. Okay, y'all. I know that some people swear by them. They absolutely love them. But once I tell them a little bit more about them, <laughs> they're like, maybe I should skip this product. So a wipe warmer. It's that little container that holds all of your wipes that you plug in and it's it heats up and warms up those wipes. So people think, oh, my baby's gonna love this. So then that they don't have that cold wipe going on their tush. It won't be so like jarring. No, no, no. Y'all, anything that is warm and has moisture it's basically like a breeding ground for bacteria so because of that that means you have to be washing and cleaning out your wipe warmer at least once a week
1: especially if you're buying wipes that are have fewer preservatives in them then you have to be even more careful about that
0: So true. And then think about that. You're then using that wipe to wipe your baby's genitals. So I personally do not want to be thinking or risking like adding bacteria or germs or anything down there. So there's that. And also more than 500,000 wipe warmers have been recalled because of electric shock to parents' hands or melting the product. So there's that. And basically, like if your baby is getting used to just warm wipes and let's say you are are going, I don't know, just out of the house and you have to change their diaper, getting a wet wipe is going to (laughs) be probably scarring. And that's the time when you really don't want them to scream is when you're out in public. So moral of the story is, It's totally okay to use cold wipes (laughs) or you can use just washcloths and warm water if that's something that you're concerned about. But yeah, I would just totally skip the wipe warmer. Not necessary. I think that if the appeal of the wipe warmer is that you
1: have a dispenser that looks nice, that opens and closes easily, that like keeps the moisture locked in so your wipes don't dry out, you can buy dispensers that don't have warmers and we love those. Ruby makes a really great one. And so do that instead.
0: Yeah, that's actually what I have. And I love it and recommend it for sure. Okay, number two, you really don't need a diaper stacker. So these are if you
1: don't know what this is, they hang and they're sort of like triangular shaped. And to me, it just makes another chore for you to do. You have to fill it up. And whenever it gets empty, you have to fill it up and then you have to have somewhere to hang it. And I think that there are other ways to store your diapers. You know, we're going to talk about a changing table and the different ways to do that in a minute. But you know, if your changing table is on top of a dresser, you can use the first drawer of that dresser as your diaper station. So you can kind of pull it out have all your diapers in there. You could have a little basket next to your changing mat or changing pad, but you don't need a dedicated product that you put stack all of your diapers in and pull them out. You can also get a caddy, which is great and multifunctional. You can pick it up. You can take it from room to room. Again, a basket is awesome because when you're done diapering, you can still use a basket, whereas a diaper stacker, you can't use it for anything else once you're done diapering.
0: It's true. My mom had a diaper stacker for me, and I was born in the eighties, y'all. So yeah, I feel like they're very eighties <laughs> <80s> and nineties. <90s. laughs> but I have seen some people like they have them. I didn't even know they still made them. But yeah, it's totally something that you can skip. You can it's skip not, that. yeah, yeah, not necessary for sure. Okay, this one is for all the boy moms out there. The PPTP. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I know some moms absolutely like love this product, and you have a boy. Yeah, yeah. If you have a boy.
1: I'm saying you, Nina, have a boy. So
0: it's like you've experienced the getting peed on thing. Actually, I mean, I'm kind of proud of this statement, but Liam has never peed on me. Not once. What? I know. Isn't that amazing? Boy mom? I know. I know. Am I even a boy mom? He's never peed on me because y'all... Instead of using a product like this, I just use a wet wipe and I put it over him (laughs) when I'm changing and I've never been peed on. Not once. My husband has been peed on once and then he realized, oh, if you just put a wipe over him, like I won't get. Peed on. So it just then dribbles on the side onto the diaper under him. So we've never, he's only been peed on once, learned that lesson, but I've never been peed on. So yeah, the PPTPs, if you don't know what those are, they look like little tents that you put on your son's penis when you're changing their diapers so that you do not get peed on during a diaper change. And I have seen them. I have used them on my clients' sons because that's what the mom wanted. But I've actually seen little boys launch those things across the room. Oh my God. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's just another thing to buy, another thing to have. So if you're already buying wipes, I recommend that or having a washcloth next to you and putting that as soon as you open the diaper, place that on top of your son's penis and that will protect you just as much. So yeah, you can skip that one on your list for sure. Yes. The next
1: thing you could skip is a changing table. In stores, when you look at nursery furniture, you'll see changing tables that don't have drawers. They're just the sole purpose is for changing your baby. And I think these are falling more out of vogue and people are using dressers more often. Again, going back to what can you use now as a baby product that is still going to serve you once you're done with changing once you're not changing diapers anymore. So save your money and just secure your changing pad onto a dresser that your kid is still going to be able to use even after you're done diapering.
0: Yeah. And luckily a lot of the companies are recognizing that, yeah, we need to evolve (laughs) this product. So they are actually making like changing tables that are dressers, but you can remove like the wooden part changing part on the top of it. You honestly don't even need that. If if
1: you don't want to buy one from like a nursery store, a kid's kid's furniture store, you can use any dresser as long as you securely fasten the
0: uh, changing pad to it. Totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So next thing, Mary Alice had mentioned this, but a diaper pail. So I lived in a three-story house before the house that I live in now. And I did like having a diaper pail because if I was on a different floor, I didn't want to have to go down to the kitchen to throw away a diaper. So there is that, like Mary Alice had mentioned before. But now that I live in a two-story home and I'm still changing diapers, I will be honest, we do not use our diaper pail because we're taking out our trash pretty frequently. Even if it's not like every single day, it's like every other day. And all the other trash is accumulating on top of it. It's really not bad. So if you are like, oh, I want to remove something on my list or I don't want to pay this much money for a diaper pail to really just hold my baby's poop or if you have a small nursery and you don't know if it'll fit like
1: you're tight on space
0: yeah for sure and honestly like if you plan on just not taking out the trash that regularly like I don't care what diaper pail you get like it's going to stink. <laughs> so, i i know that they promise like oh, it's going to hold the smell, but if you're going to just let them sit there for a long time, eventually they will stink. So, you can skip the diaper pail if you're like, no, i'm going to be changing this pretty frequently. It's yeah, not a big deal.
1: I will say if you plan to cloth diaper, i would get a diaper pail with like a cloth liner that you wash with your cloth diapers because if you cloth diaper, you do want somewhere to put your dirty diapers between washes and i think that diaper pails are good for that.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm talking about just disposable. For cloth, yeah, I agree with you, Mary Alice, for sure. Number six, a diaper bag. So obviously, it's
1: important for you to have all of your baby's things with you when you leave the house, but you don't really need a diaper bag that is marketed as a diaper bag. Some of them are really pretty, and some of them just have like tons of compartments, and maybe that's something you really like. But again, back to if you're going to spend the money, if you're going to buy something really great and functional and pretty, why don't you buy yourself a nice purse that you're still going to want to use that doesn't look like a diaper bag that's your style and goes with your clothes. And that way you can continue to use it even after you've outgrown the diaper bag stage. You can also buy, there are many organizers on in the market that go inside of bags, inside of purses that work to help organize your bag as a diaper bag. One of the ones that we really love is the Tote Savvy and it even comes with a little roll-up changing mat and um, like an insulated pouch for bottles. So you can get some of those features, just put it inside of a bag and then you have an excuse to buy yourself a nice purse. Exactly. And then you can
0: wear that well after you're carrying diapers. Right. Love that tip. Yes. Okay. the next one, a baby timer you know what? (laughs) This is a little outdated. (laughs) It is so outdated, but I had a client who loved her baby timer. Like she was like, no, I love this thing. It's so great. And I'm like, that's awesome. But do you know that there are apps that are like a fraction of the cost that do the exact same thing? And this app, your husband can download and he can see the same stats as well on his phone and (laughs) that sort of thing. So if you guys don't know what a baby timer is, it's basically like those little portable, like handheld timers that you can like enter in the time of when you last fed the baby, changed the baby, the baby sleep schedule. And it's like usually around like $30. So again, I haven't really, I guess I really haven't looked for them at the stores, but I don't even know if they really sell these as much. I did have a client and it wasn't that long ago. It was like three years ago. She loved her baby timer and I'm all, Hey, if it's, for you, great, do it. But if you're trying to save the money, yeah, you can totally skip that. There's definitely an app out there that does the same thing. Or like 10 apps. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the next thing you could skip on is expensive crib bedding. I get it. I get wanting to decorate your nursery and it'd be really beautiful and look wonderful. But just buy one nice, beautiful, fitted crib sheet. You don't necessarily need the skirt and the matching, like everything. That's just, it's expensive and you may end up having to wash it a lot. And really what you need are some fitted sheets.
0: Yeah. When your baby all of a sudden gets sick and starts throwing up all over their bedding, (laughs) we are going to be really regretting like, oh no, I have to wash all of this. (laughs) So yeah, I totally agree. And honestly, all of the safe sleep organizations recommend like all you should have in their crib is a fitted sheet. Like there shouldn't be like a comforter and all of this other stuff. Okay. The next thing, crib bumpers. So this kind of goes along with your whole like crib bedding set. But according to the US Property Safety Commission, crib bumpers have caused a number of deaths and injuries to babies two years old or younger. So crib bumpers, I know that you're thinking, well, I don't want my baby to roll over and hit their head and all of that. Well, hitting their head versus like a suffocation or something else is minor compared to the latter. So we definitely recommend to skip on this one altogether for sure. Skip on the crib bumpers. You do not need them. Yes. And I do know that there's some on the market I've seen in a
1: couple of clients' houses that are like these mesh sort of crib bumpers, but they have shown that like kids aren't really getting their arms and legs trapped in the spaces. And so even if you want to buy one that's like safe for sleep, it, it is something you can skip.
0: Yeah. Another expense you don't need. Yeah.
1: A bath thermometer.
0: So yeah, it can be
1: helpful to have a bath thermometer to know what the actual temperature of the water is, but you don't really need that. If you can just test the temperature of the water with the inside of your arm or your elbow, that's a good place where you're very sensitive to warmth and see if it's too warm. For, if that feels too hot to you, it's going to be too warm for baby. And that's really all the technology you need on that front. <laughs> Yeah,
0: because I mean, sometimes those thermometers just throw you off. And then people get like super anal about is it the exact right temperature? Like, it just needs to be warm, not hot. Like, yeah, just go with touch, for sure. Okay. The next one is a baby bathtub. Now I actually had one of these. And so again, I'm saying this to all of you. We're not saying that these are absolutely do not get items. It's just if you are trying to save and not clutter up your space, you can skip on them if you're trying to do that. So one of them again is a baby bathtub. So most people will buy that baby bathtub for their little one to get them all clean, but they usually grow out of them once. Well, typically age two for sure. They're in the the bathtub, but some of them like they outgrow once they're like sitting up and that can be like six months. So instead of getting a bathtub, you can actually just put them in in the bath with you. Like get in in the bathtub. If you don't feel comfortable being naked and taking a bath with your baby, like get your swimsuit on and get in the bathtub and have bath time with baby. It's actually like a really fun way to interact with your baby, be in the water with your baby. So all you have to do is put your your legs together and knees up and have your baby leaning on your thighs. Rinse them off, clean them, get in all those nooks and crannies and you'll actually realize like, oh, rather than bending down on your knees or hunching over with your back and doing all of that, that can really put a lot of strain on your body. This is a way more like playful and comfortable way to do it. So and babies usually prefer it. So that's definitely another option.
1: Another thing you could buy too, instead of like a $30 or more expensive baby bathtub is you could just get a little sponge. And there are these like yellow sponges that kind of have the cutout of a baby in it and you can lay them flat. And I know people who just put those in their bathtub only fill up the water a little bit and kind of use that to cushion their baby and and wash them that way much more affordable I think those are like seven dollars. Yeah, they're like six bucks So the next thing you can skip, although I will say they are really cute, Um, (laughs) is a a hooded bath towel for babies and kids. Okay, I would not skip this. I just think these are adorable. Like there's nothing cuter than a baby with a hooded towel on like all wrapped up. And they usually have like little animal ears or pom poms. However, a normal towel will also dry your baby off. And they're usually big enough that you can also wrap your baby in it. And you can even put it over their head so their head doesn't get cold. So if you are looking to save money, looking to save like storage space, obviously your baby can use your towel, but you can't use your baby's towel. So you
0: could skip them for sure. Okay, next thing baby detergent. I don't know what it is, but I think I parents this were told a long time ago that you have to have special baby detergent for your baby. And really, it's just like, no, you just need like clean, free and clear detergent to wash your baby's clothes. So everyone just thought, no, I have to have the special baby detergent. But we're here to break that myth. <laughs> as long as you're choosing like a regular, free and clear, like no fragrances, all of that kind of stuff, it's going to make sure that. It won't be irritating baby skin. It's going to keep their clothes nice and soft. It's just, yeah, it's something that you should be using on your clothes too. So it's going to save you the time and money. So definitely do that. One detergent for the whole family. Yeah, exactly.
1: I can't even imagine. That just sounds like a headache to be using different detergent.
0: Yeah, no. (laughs) So skip on the baby detergent.
1: Another thing to skip is lots of newborn-sized clothes. Now, newborn clothes, again, back to the cute, really cute, like really little and all the layout is just adorable, but they're really just not going to be newborn sized for very long unless you have a preemie or a really small baby, some babies are born wearing zero to three month clothes. And so you really only need a few newborn options. And I personally like to recommend like t-shirt kind of things that are exposed their cord, and they can just wear with their diapers. And then the first few weeks, that's what they're living in. And then you move on to your zero to
0: three clothes, which they're going to be wearing for a lot longer. For sure. Yeah. Just get like, a handful of just a really, really cute, oh my gosh, I need a picture of this, like, oh, family heirloom kind of thing. But yeah, don't invest in a ton. Yeah. All right. So the other thing with that is you can skip on the clothes that go over your baby's head. (laughs) Because if you haven't dressed a baby recently, you will realize that doing it over and over and over again, especially in the middle of the night when inevitably, that's when they're going to have their biggest blowout. They hate it when their glows have to go over their little heads. Um, so if you can get like those kimono ones or the ones that have like a little snaps on the side, so it's maybe just a bigger opening for the head. Or a zipper. Yes. Or a zipper. Those are the ways to go. Like they are just a lot happier. And Parents are usually a lot happier with zippers than snaps. So I will also add that. But (laughs) I I have a friend and she doesn't like
1: how the zippers look. And so all of she buys like nighttime pajamas for he's a baby. So like they're all pajamas, but nighttime clothes for her kid that have zippers and then daytime ones that have snaps. And she's like, in the middle of the night, we're just not dealing with the snaps.
0: There you go. And that's how you can separate your daytime and your nighttime clothes for a baby. (laughs) But yeah, I always am like, oh, if it's going to be something that goes over the head, hopefully it has a little bit more give around the head so then your baby doesn't get so frustrated because they're like, why am I giving like going through birth again? Like, no, I don't want to do this.
1: (laughs) And along the topic of clothes, you can skip on the designer baby clothes. This is tough because they're cute and a lot of them like match mommy and me kind of stuff, but babies outgrow their clothes so quickly. And so if you're trying to cut down on expenses, they might only wear a designer outfit one time and onesies that cost $75 or dresses for a newborn that are $300. You just don't need that. If you really want to buy something special, I would suggest buying something like sweet that's maybe gender neutral. And so if you, like Nina was saying, like an heirloom piece that you can put your baby in when they're little and then all of the siblings can wear it. That way you get more use out
0: of it. I love that. Yeah, I agree. And along with the whole ensemble, it would be baby shoes. Okay. So you guys, babies don't walk So, they really don't need shoes. Those little socks that look like there's little shoes, those are perfect. (laughs) It'll keep their little toes warm and comfortable. But yeah, spending the money on like little Air Jordans, unless you're just like a shoe freak and love them and have to have them, like, hey, go for it. But again, if you're trying to save the money, trying to save your storage space, like, yeah, babies don't really walk until I mean the earliest nine, ten months to like 18 months old. So yeah, you don't need to be spending the money on baby shoes because they're basically pointless. So yeah. <laughs>
1: My mom has a pet peeve about babies and shoes. She's like, I don't understand why they're wearing shoes. <laughs> You also do not need small bottles. So bottles that only hold 4 or 5 ounces of breast milk or formula. Instead of getting those smaller starter-sized bottles, go ahead and get the larger bottles like 8 or 9 or 10 ounces. You can use a slow flow nipple with them and just then you'll be able to use those throughout your child's whole bottle using period and you're not restricted to just the newborn period when they're drinking a less amount of liquid.
0: Another thing that you can totally skip on is a bottle warmer. Bottle warmers, they can be nice when you need to heat up some of your breast milk really quickly or even formula if you want to heat that up really quickly. I had one, I did like it. But really, it's not that hard to warm up your baby's bottle in just a bowl or a big cup of hot water. So I know bottle warmers, I mean, Mary Alice, how much are those? They're probably like 20 bucks-ish. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> They're usually around $20. Some of them are more expensive if they're like super fancy, but like the basic ones, they're probably like 15, 20 bucks. So yeah, if you're just trying to save the money, you can totally skip on a bottle warmer. Just get a big cup, fill it with hot water, and place your baby's bottle in it and you're you're good to go.
1: I also just want to say babies can drink cold bottles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some of them won't, but they can.
0: And so, and if your baby will, that's very convenient. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt them. Like no, that's it won't I think the them. biggest fear is that Parents think, oh, but if it's cold, is that like too hard on their little body? And no, it's no, fine. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Another thing you really don't need is a formula mixer. So these are sort of like cure eggs for baby formulas, which is awesome and kind of a cool idea. And if you're exclusively formula feeding your baby, maybe that really is something you want to invest in. But shaking up a baby bottle isn't that hard. And these machines cost around
0: $150. So you can definitely save your money and mix the formula yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think the more expensive ones are now like the 200. I think there's like a pro one and like the original one I think is like 150-ish. So yeah, I, I mean, it is super cool, but it is a pricey item. So totally can skip. All right. Another item that we can skip on is a baby food processor. Now, y'all, a baby food processor, I don't even know how much those cost because I really do not recommend these for my clients. Because how often do you envision making your baby baby food? I mean, so many people are now doing baby lead weaning. There's also some really great companies out there that make awesome organic baby food. So to actually get the food, bring it to your house, clean it, process it, save it for your baby to just refuse it later is super frustrating. (laughs) So yeah, like, and aside from like the cost, these little appliances really just clutter up your kitchen counters and your cabinets. So yeah, I really just recommend if you absolutely have to make baby food, like it's something that you've always wanted to do you can use your blender. That is definitely a great option or just like a mini food processor. If you have one of those at home, that's like perfect. You've already got a baby food maker right there. So you can skip. The food processor, baby food processor.
1: (laughs) Another thing you can skip are pacifier wipes. So these are kind of a popular product because pacifiers they drop on the floor or like your toddler touches them with their grimy hands and you want to wipe them off with something. But you can also just find the nearest sink and use hot soapy water or have more than one pacifier handy in your little diaper caddy or in your diaper bag. You know, if you must have pacifier wipes, maybe only keep them in your diaper bag and use them when you're on the go, but you probably don't need them at home.
0: There's even like those little cases that you can put like your pacifier in. So if you're worried about it touching things, like you can use that case or like a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And there's a pacifier now that and it's called the pop and that
1: you push it in and your kid sucks on it. But if they let go, it pops into itself. And so if it drops, it doesn't touch the ground. Yeah. The nipple part. Yeah, for sure. If your kid likes that.
0: And they even have like those, which I love, those clips. You clip it um, on like yeah, their shirt. Yeah,
1: better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like the way to go. So I'm a big fan of that. So then if they do drop it, it's not touching the floor. It just hangs on that little, little thing. So that's cool. All right. And our last thing that we think that you can totally skip on is a sterilizer. I know that it is really important to sterilize your baby's bottles. You know, we want to make sure that we're getting rid of any bacteria, all of that super, super important. But honestly, We can do it the old fashioned way because if you don't want to do like the steam bags or the plastic sterilizers, or there's even like those super fancy ones that like sit on your counter and do like UV ray sterilizing, you can just skip all of that. Put a pot of water on your stove and boil some water and that you just do it for like three minutes and all of your stuff is sterilized. I mean, it doesn't get any cheaper than that. The dishwasher also
1: sterilizes your bottles.
0: Or the dishwasher, yeah. But I recommend putting them on the top rack, not the bottom rack, because the heat comes from the bottom, so we don't want them to get overly hot. And I usually, whenever I did use the dishwasher, I would just make sure that like the dishes weren't like super, super gross, because I didn't want it... like. <laughs> Getting yeah. all, my, I don't know. I was just weird about that. Yeah. I didn't want it to like get all over the baby's bottles. So, like, if we had, let's say, like spaghetti, I didn't want like red sauce like all over my baby's stuff. So, or I would just do like a wash of all of his bottles like by itself in the dishwasher. So, okay, guys. Marielle, did we cover them all? I think we did, right? That is a lot of products. Yeah. I know. It just so saved hope- you a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And hopefully you guys can see where we're coming from. These are great products. We're not saying they're bad, but yeah, if you're just trying to save the space, save the time and money, these are things that you can skip so that's our list as always we like hearing from you guys and your feedback let us know what items that you would say were helpful for you that were not helpful for you and that could actually be left off the baby registry share them with us on our Facebook page where we'll be posting today's episode we'll also be answering everyone's questions in the comments as always subscribe to Chick Chat the Baby Chick Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and you can also follow us on Facebook Instagram and Pinterest at the baby chick and of course visit our website www www.baby-check.com for more. Thanks guys. Bye.